I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to another episode of Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Vernell and I am one of the hosts. My name is Adam Jin G. Knox mm-hmm. and I am two of the hosts. What does the G stand for? Is it Game of Thrones? Yes, <laughs> it stands for Joffrey, sort of. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, you have... You <laughs> you have uh, one of the equivalent names. There's no... Oh, Benjen. There's a Benjen. Yeah, there's Benjen Stark. Joffrey, yeah. I'm Joffrey. You cunt. I guess, and... but my J stands for John, the boringest character. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other G ones. Gendry. Yeah. Sort of Gendry. I was going to say Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> Different books. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Gren. Gregor. Gregor, yeah, yeah. But I'm not Greg. No, you're Joffrey. I'm Adam. There's no Adam equivalent in there that I'm aware of. Uh, It's not Adam or Eve. It's Aegon and And Steve. Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're back again. They couldn't, they tried to keep us away, but we're back, we've broken through, and uh, we're here to talk Game of Thrones. Season 5, episode 9 specifically, called The Dance of Dragons. Yes. Which is similar to the name of the book, um, uh, a, dan- a Dance with Dragons. No, I think it's A Dance of Dragons. No, the, it it's, I think it's with. I'm going to look it up because someone will correct us and don't you dare fucking correct me. <laughs> it's. I think it's A Dance of Dragons. There's a f- feast for crows and there's like a storm of swords. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely Dance with Dragon. I reckon it's with. Okay. How much are you willing to bet? One million (laughs) dollars. Dance with Dragons? It is. A Dance with Dragons. A Dance with Dragons, not The Dance of Dragons. No. All right. I'll take the bet. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's cool how... This happened recently as well that... Mm. um, in maybe the last episode of the one before that, Ramsey said, and we'll leave their bodies as a feast for the crows. Yes. They do a few little things like that. Mm-hmm. Cersei says, if you play the Game of Thrones, you got to win or you die. Yep. So uh, this one is that for Dance with Dragons. Mm. Uh, it's about a book Shireen's reading, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Because at the start of this episode, uh, Melisandre, her spidey senses start tingling mm. immediately. She's gone for a stroll, a midnight stroll. I think she, she's like hanging out in a tent or something and her head just goes, mm. and she walks outside and woof, 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 she says. Yeah. After the, yeah, she's Scooby, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, she sees like a, some uh, eyes in a painting drop down and then some real eyes come and poke <laughs> themselves in and look around. Yeah. 
at all these tents some, blowing some up. Some meddling kids show up and start... About 20 meddling kids yeah. have somehow set it so that all these tents around the place go on fire. I was thinking that at the time of like, do they use fuses? Because they're gone. Like, Yeah. I guess they could if you just make a longer wick mm. on a on a thing, mm-hmm. then that's a fuse. Yes, so that's true. Um, I guess that's what they've done because mm-hmm. this place is fucking alight. Stannis' yes. camp. So this is what Ramsay was talking about last episode. Yeah, last, yeah, recently. Yeah, he was saying, "Give me twenty good men, mm. and I'll fuck them up." Yes, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's a horse on fire. That was cool. It was, dude, I loved that. <laughs> well, I hate horses. So I don't like horses, but I don't want them to burn. I just want to keep my distance from them. Well, that's where we differ. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get as close as possible and cause as much damage yes. as I can. Yes. Well, fair enough. Uh, it, it's a, a big blow to them because they've already been fucked over by the weather. Well, that's it. Like you said, Ramsey's fucked them over. They, like, we come back, I think, straight away the next morning. Yeah. And they're like, man, we were already fucked. Like, they look in a bad way. Davos is saying, like, uh, we've lost this many horses. Like, we're not really sure of the damage yet, but it's it's bad. Yes. This has really killed a bunch of our chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, And men. (laughs) Mainly the chance is the problem. Well, okay. from Stannis' perspective, it is the problem. Is the yeah, chance. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's given bad news, and Stannis just doesn't give a fuck. He seems to have not checked out, but like he's in this weird zone this whole episode. He's sort of like emotionally detached. I guess is probably the best way to say it. Yeah, like, he's um, he's in a weird frame of mind, very clearly. Yeah, and uh, like. He he seems like he knows he's about to fucking lose. Yeah. He has that demeanor of someone who's like, I can't win this, so I've gone crazy. Like Hitler. Yep. Yeah, sure. I yeah. imagine. I don't I don't know what his where his head was at at the time. Well half of it was on the wall, apparently. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. He this is a guy sitting in his bunker going, We are surrounded on all sides. Yeah. I think I might be in trouble here. And he barks out these really quick orders. He's like um, how did 20 men get in, find the men who were watching, and they were either asleep or they were in cahoots with the enemy, find out the truth and then hang them. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like barking out these orders, butcher those horses that we got, like yep. trying to fix shit up, but it's all, it's desperate. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, this recap that I'm looking at mm-hmm. on fandom, gameofthrones.fandom.com mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, says his demeanor becomes grave and half stunned. Okay. Which I agree with Grave. Yes. I'd say he's fully stunned. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think. Well, I don't know. I think he's Grave. I think he's, like, internally stunned, but he is acting decisively. Yeah. In a bad way. <laughs> so Davos is, like, over the course of this, trying to um, convince him, like, hey... Remember how last time I said we should retreat? It's doubly so. <laughs> yeah. I Like, I'm not a military guy. I get it. But I'm I can count mm. only to five because <laughs> of my hand issues. But I can't uh, see my toes. No, <laughs> the like he's saying we need to get out of here. And Stannis is like no, and then shit starts getting real tense between them because mm. Stannis Davos kind of knows what's up. Yes, with his the weird shit that's about to happen with yeah. his family. Yeah, yeah. Davos is like he's no man's fool. Mm. But he loves Stannis for some reason. Mm. Less and less, I'd imagine. 
Yes. It's, it's Davos is acting more and more like a guy who's trapped and he's like, I'm seeing that light at the end of the tunnel slowly get fainter and fainter and fainter and I still got to try and move towards it, but fuck if I'm getting stopped yeah. <laughs> at every attempt. Yeah. I'm either running head on into that closing door mm. or I... That's what's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the train's going to run me over. So Davos is clearly worried and he's like, okay. Uh, Stannis is like, get the fuck out of here. You're being a bother to me, basically. Yeah. Like, and Davos is like, I'm the hand of the king. I should stay in wartime. He's like, I didn't make you hand of the king because of that. I want you to go to Castle Black. Mm. I want you to talk to them, get us some provisions. Don't come back empty handed. Yeah. Davos is like, and again, like, they both know exactly what's going on here, I think. Yeah. Because Davos is like, you could send a messenger boy to do this. And Stannis is like, ah, I've thought of this one. Uh, what if they say no? You need to be there to persuade them. Yeah, and Davos you're a diplomat. Is like, no. Okay, this, yeah, your, your weird little charade is sort of watertight at yeah. this point. And then he's like, well, how about, I mean, look, this is no place for, for your family. I should take them with me. They'll be safe. He's like, my family stays with me. What about just Shireen? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, nope. She stays with me. He's like, oh, fuck. Pushed into a corner. So he agree. It's an order. So he has to do it. Yeah. He's still living up to that shit. Yep. So he goes and sees Shireen and he's like, hey, hey, I got you a little wooden deer. Yeah. I bought you this from the shop. <laughs> She's immediately like, can I have another one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I have a dough? So it's not lonely. He goes, no. <laughs> I'd like, I'd do it for you, but you won't get one. Yeah. <laughs> we know what's coming here. Yeah. So they have a nice little moment where he thanks her for teaching yeah. him to read. He's like, yeah, yeah, my, my son always, you know, begged me to learn how to read. He thought it would be good for me. And I just said, no, what use would it be? I'm really glad that you taught me to read. Mm. Bye. <laughs> it's nice. And like him yeah. kind of talking about her in the same breath as his son and all of that. She's clearly a surrogate daughter to him. Totally. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's a shame what's about to happen. Mm. But uh, <laughs> they talk about this book she's reading, The Dance I, the Dance of Dragons, yes, which is about like two Targaryens having a fight and splitting the kingdom in half. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure that won't come back later and be sort of representative of what's what's going on. I think it might. Uh, no, that's. I'll bet you a million dollars that it won't. All right, because <laughs> you owe me a million now, True. so we'll go double or True. nothing. All right, deal. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at Castle Black, mm-hmm. Jon Snow. Fucking gets there with all of the wildlings and it is tense. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's a lot of scenes of people walking around in the snow looking unhappy this episode. This is a cold episode. It is. Yeah. For the most part. How about that cold open they had? Hey. Ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to heat up towards the end of the episode, but that's just me. I'll bet you $2 million <laughs> that it will not. But yeah, John's walking through. Uh, well, he's kind of standing there watching them walk past and Sam's like, Hey, well, well, they walk down towards the wall first. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're like right. north of the wall and they're all coming in. They put the kids up the front. Yes. To try and make... And there's like a moment where they kind of stand and look at all the guards on the top and they're like, is shit going to kick off? Like, yeah. are they going to betray us? And the old Alice, Alice Dare, Alisa... Alice Thorne. Is just gr- gr- grimly looking down and uh, he says, open the gate. He's a company man. Yes. You know, he's going to do... He, he respects- wants more company. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there. He, he respects the process. Yes. So he lets him in. I mean, and like the argument was, we need an army and he's looking at an army. Yeah. So... And once you see him all there and like... He doesn't have a choice. Yeah. There's nothing he can, He's backed into a corner. He doesn't want to do it, but yeah. lets them all through. Giant. I guess he's not in charge anyway. John exactly, is. yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, then then they're all kind of leaving to go to their promised farmlands, I guess. Mm-hmm. And John's like, I could have saved more. I fucking, I, I failed them. Yeah, yeah. This was no good. And Sam's like, look at them all. Yeah. You saved all of these people, which is true. It's true, absolutely true. I don't think that, <laughs> I, I was surprised that John was reacting that way. It's like, yeah. man, you went there and they were like, half of them were like, no, fuck off. What are you talking about? And then a zombie army came and you saved all these people. Like, yeah. They're all walking off with their new backpacks to go and start farms. Yeah. They Look wouldn't at all have... those backpacks you gave them. Look at these fucking backpacks. Look at the backpacks dude. on these bastards. Look at uh, look at that um, Herschel's backpack mm. they're walking with. Not a sponsor of the show. No. Not I... a backpack that fit the laptop I bought it for <laughs> when I bought one. Mine uh, is good. I got a big one yeah, with a right. drawstring thing. I got a big one. I got a big laptop, though. That's true. I'm going to get a smaller laptop one yeah, day. You got to downsize. Minimalism, man. Mm. I'm all about it. Mm. Minimalism. <laughs> that's that's me being minimalistic with my voice, <laughs> with my tone. Minimalism. I'm really into minimalism. Me too. <laughs> I'm into maximalism. <laughs> I like the heroes in Beast Wars. Mm. But yeah, they're a uh, mess about. And then, um, like he has a look at Ollie, gives him a smile, and Ollie looks back at him with a frown. Well, so this, yeah, Sam is like, "Hey, well done." Blah 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 blah. But. They just start panning around to heaps of people. Yeah. Everyone basically in Castle Black. Right, yeah. There's so many like people we haven't seen before just mm. being like, What the fuck is happening here? It's huge. It's the their like lifelong enemies have now been brought into the fold and yeah. everyone looks pissed. Really pissed. They look, yeah, mad as hell. Mm-hmm. Um But you're right, Ollie Ollie is sort of the last one and John's like Hey, buddy. And Ollie just gives him the death stare. And I think Alistair gives him another... Oh, he says, like, you've got a good heart, boy, and it's going to get us all killed. Yes. Which, I don't know, man. The 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 wildlings, the free folk, they seem okay, most yeah. of them. The Lord of Bones is dead. <laughs> yes. Fuck that idiot. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that dumbass. <laughs> like, now that the, the toxic elements are gone... Mm. Most of these people will be all right. Like, Tormund is a... He's a a hot-tempered young man. Yeah. But he also seems very honourable. Like, very honourable for a a guy who they thought was, like, some crazy barbarian. Exactly. And, like, the Fens... The Fens seem out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. you know, it it takes all sorts. Yeah. So, yeah, the Wildlings are back. They're in the north. (coughs) But much further down south... Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in dawn. Oh yeah, the dawn stuff. Jamie's got some dawn clothes on now. Yeah, it's, this starts with a real Dutch angle, a real intense, weird up. And yeah, like yeah. you see, and I, I assume this is why the grand sort of ceilings and architecture of this place. It looks like, oh, cool. This place is cool. Like this is what they're about. And they do a few things like in the next couple of scenes where they're like, "Hey, here we wear low cut tops." That's yes. how, like Jamie comes in and he sees. Um, <laughs> Marcella. Marcella there. Yeah. He's like, that's what you're fucking wearing? She's like, yeah, uncle. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Uh, what a, it's hot. I'm going to the club and you can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, this is what everyone's wearing now. Mm. Except for you, granddad, with your double dawn clothes on. Because mm. he's got like an undershirt and everything. Yeah. Anyway. They're all wearing mustard. They're having a meeting with Prince. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. It's an odd colour. I like how every area has a colour scheme. Mm, mm. Imagine living somewhere and just going like, well, got to wear this. Co-. I guess I wear black a lot we, in yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne is black. <laughs> you wear black mm. in Melbourne. What do you wear in Sydney? Probably like white linen. I don't know. Yeah. White, <laughs> just like, just under the nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, oh, but I noticed um, Elaria is wearing black or you know a dark purple, something mean, something contrasting. She's got a shitty attitude here. Boy, has she! Why? What a dick! So it's Doran, Prince Doran, mm-hmm. Marcella, Tristane, uh, Elaria, and then Jamie comes in with yep. the big bouncer dude who mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, big mm-hmm. bodyguard with the big weapon thing, with the huge uh, spear scythe, spear thing. axe, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I think he has a British accent. He may. He's not from Dawn, I guess. <laughs> I suppose not. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they they come in and they're having a little talk. Mm. Um, basically, it's uh, extremely civil. Yeah, for for the most part. Yeah, they they kind of clear the air. Jamie's like, "Look, the reason I didn't go through official channels is because we got this threatening thing mm. that was clearly from her." Yes, and they all know it. And the yes, the the woman who is. Glaring at you, basically spitting every time you talk. Yeah. I think she might have been behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we snuck in. We're taking Marcella back. That's what Tommen's ordered. Yep. And then Doran's like, yep, fine. Yes, Tommen's the king. I'll obey the king. I'm not saying that I'm uh, rebelling against the king or anything. I want to get along with them. There's, uh, look, Tristane's going to come. They're Mm. getting married still. That's happening. And Jamie's like, yeah, cool. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, we'll take Tristane seems okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like the both of them, they're just like kids, like yeah, teenagers. Exactly. Yeah. So um, they kind of clear the air, and then they go, "All right, well, now it's all settled. Let's drink to the king." And Lyra's like, "Whoops, pour one out for Biggie." Like, yeah, yeah. does not fucking. Yeah, oh, man, what a dick. <laughs> She's being a real dick. I just like everyone's happy. Everyone's fine. None of these people were involved with the Oberyn thing. Yes, and she even seems to admit that later. Anyway, we'll get to that. Mm. But yeah, so they uh, have that, and Jamie's like, "Okay, but what about my guy, Bron? Mm. You gonna let him out?" Mm. And Doran's like, "We'll let the kid decide." Yeah, Tristan, he's gonna be a prince or some king or some shit. He's gonna someday. be some kind of ruler. <laughs> he's gonna be something. What, um, does, what does he reckon? And then he, he like it cuts away, and they let Bron out. Yes, and the, like the whichever one of the sand, I still don't know their names. No, little one. They're the just little- different heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're playing slaps. Yeah, that's right. Down in the prison cell. Yes. And just being dull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just being really two-dimensional characters down there. It's, I mean, it. it's supposed to reveal about more about their characters. Like, this, the short one who played the trick last week yeah. is impatient. And the one that she's fighting with, which I think is the middle one... Is competent. Is competent... See, that's not a character trait. Like holding it over her younger sister, oh, but not in an extreme way to be no. like, oh, this one's really good, but is maybe a bit arrogant. And it's all in this default way where if you wrote this without knowing anything about the characters, you'd probably come up with a really similar scene. Sure. Where it's just like these default dynamics between like, we're a bunch of hot, hot-headed hot punks. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, they're doing that. She yeah. yells like, Tell me I'm beautiful again. He's like, yeah, you are. Mm. And then they're all like, you're a you short one. <laughs> yeah. So off he walks and he's free mm-hmm. on one condition. And then um, big <laughs> big bodyguard guy cracks him in the face. Yes. It's pretty good. And before Annie's like, oh, those... Uh, like, can some I have pie? some of them chips Can there? I have some pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets whacked to the face. So how about some soup, yeah. motherfucker? Uh, I, I like that. I like that as well, yeah. Um, I wanted to say just now, we got an email, a nice email from Andrew, who said, yeah. uh, hey, the reason that Bron was uh, a nice singer, as you remarked upon last week, is because he apparently was like a pop star. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the actor who plays Bron it's, was like a 
a singer in the UK. That's so weird. Do you know what band or whatever? No, but he was apparently managed by Simon Cowell. Right. Um, Is he scary spice? <laughs> sporty? Yes. Uh he also, uh, listener Andrew also says his songs were not good. Right. But he can sing. He can sing. He's a good singer. What's He can sing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we do it. Because the other thing I know about him is that him and, uh, apparently him and Lena Hetty used to date. Oh. And that's why they stopped being, or they aren't in scenes together because they broke up and it was like not good. Oh, So they're shit. both kind of like, can we keep, keep away from each other while this is going on? Fair enough. I'm going to, what's his name? I, I, I just I want to know this. I'm, I'm not going to move on. <laughs> his name's. Bron. I've typed in Bron Jerome Flynn. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, his spouse is Lollis Stokeworth. No, no, it isn't. That's, that's from the, the character. Show. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say that's really similar to the name yeah. of his fictional wife. Extremely similar. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look this up real quick, and yeah. then we can move on. Absolutely. He and Soldier Soldier. Mm-hmm. No, maybe that's a show career. He was a firefighter. That's pretty interesting. He was a firefighter in the t- the TV film London's Burning as firefighter Kenny Rambo Baines. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> um, I can't find anything about this singing shit. Maybe he's trying to quash it. Yeah, maybe. May- uh, yeah, I got nothing here. Well, my internet's extremely slow. Oh wait, no, here, yeah, fuck, okay. Flynn portrayed Corporal Paddy Garvey of the King's Fusiliers in the ITV series Soldier Soldier. The series began in 1990. He acted alongside Robson Green in the series. After Flynn and Green performed Unchained Melody on the program, ITV was inundated by people looking to buy the song, and the pair were persuaded to buy record producer Simon Cowell oh. to record it and release it as a single, a double A side with White Cliffs of Dover. Mm-hmm. The single was released under the name Robson and Jerome. And reached number one in the UK chart in 1995. Whoa. Which was like a big music year over there. Yeah. It stayed at number one for seven weeks, <laughs> selling more than 1.9 million copies and making it the best selling single of the year. The year that Wonderwall came out. Yeah. And winning the duo the Music Week Awards in 1996 for best single and best album. The duo, the duo had two more number one hits in 95 and 96. Fucking hell. With I Believe and What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, both remakes of standards. Yeah, they yeah. also produced two number one albums. That's very interesting. Wow. So I guess he didn't start off as a singer, yeah. but he just could sing. Yeah. That's a real English thing to have like someone sing three lyrics of mm. a song on a TV show. And then for three years, suddenly be a massive music act. And have the number one Christmas single and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Fucking it happened to like Mr. Blobby and shit. <laughs> yeah. What a weird country. <laughs> Your I, love country. I love that place. The place where you live. Anyway, uh, so that all happens. And then uh, we swing over to Essos, mm-hmm. where Aria is still pretending to be the uh, clam girl. Yep. Selling uh, selling uh, shellfish by the seashore. Ah, yes. Um, So yeah, she's about to do the hit on this guy. Mm -hmm. He's got like a little poison vial and shit on the on the thin man. Mm -hmm. But who happens to be at this dock? By pure chance, yeah, almost unbelievably. (laughs) But uh, Mace Tyrell with his entourage, including fucking Marin Trant. Marin Trant. Yep. So looks exactly. Like uh, Melbourne comedian Sean Bedlam. He does. Yes. I've thought that before. Yeah. But he also looks a lot meaner. He does, so yeah. he's got the meanest face I've ever, I've ever seen because mm. he's acting mean. Yes. Anyway, Marin Tran is there and he's one of the people on her list. 
mm. on uh, Arya's list. The kill so list. She fucking makes a beeline for him while this gambler guy is shouting. Yeah, it's so uh, like unprofessional for what her profession is. Yeah, it's like okay, everyone here knows that there's some weird connection now between you and this guy who's yelling at you. She acts like an idiot for the next however many minutes because <laughs> she just About like walks five hundred and sixty <laughs> minutes. I think. <laughs> She walks through, like, just pushing this wheelbarrow of clams mm. right up to them. Somehow doesn't get spotted. Mm. I think almost does by Marin Tran a couple of times. Yeah. Because he's seen her before. Yes. Anyway. Um, yeah, Mace Tyrell's there to meet the bank guy and uh, from the Iron Bank. And he's yeah. just the dumbest <laughs> doofus. He's doing all this stuff like, it's meant to be a good year for grapes. I'll give you an entire <laughs> cask of wine. Yeah. If we can settle this. It's like, motherfucker, you're <laughs> millions of gold coins in debt. Yeah. A bottle of wine isn't going to help you, dumbass. No. Also, I don't partake. Mm. Anyway. Uh, he starts singing a song. Yeah, he <laughs> sings and everyone's looking around at each other like this. Cunt. This guy is a moron. Yes, <laughs> dumbass. This is where you see like, before he's like harmless old fuddy-duddy and now he's like, oh, this guy would shit me to tears if I was sitting next to him at a dinner. Yeah. Like really annoying sort of uh, uncle dude. And just like wealthy guy who was never told no kind yep. of vibe. Yep. So, uh, yeah, she's following them, mm-hmm. and then at some point, Marin Tramp breaks away from Mace Tyrell and all of them, I guess, while they're going to do the uh, d- discussing of the loans. Yep. And and he's also being an idiot going, like, you're the best gamblers in the world. And he's like, we're not gamblers, we're a bank. It's yeah. like, ah, you love to gamble. Oh, hey, dude, you're getting off on the fucking, <laughs> the, the foot's so wrong here that it's a bloody arm hand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, butthole. But it's uh, get off on the wrong foot. We got off on the wrong butthole. I think that works. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, then Arya follows Marin and his like couple of other guards to this brothel. Cronies, got, cronies, couple of cronies. They go to a brothel, mm-hmm. and the show starts trying to. We already hated Marin Trant. And they go, really, really, they try very hard to make us really hate him a lot more mm. for the next bit. Yeah. Almost as though a main character is about to try and kill him, and we really want to still like this main character yeah. for a deliberate, even after her first deliberate murder. Mm. Mm. Would this be her first deliberate murder? Do No, she killed that guy who killed her mate. Yeah, and in like the heat of the m- moment. Oh, they were in fights. They were, yeah. Yeah, so this I would be the so. first like planned cold blooded sure, killing. Sure. Anyway, yes. if she kills him. Mm. But um <laughs> so yeah, he's like out the front of the brothel going like that boy fucker Renly was going to be king. I hate this. I like they yep. make him a homophobe first. Yes. Just a general piece of shit. Then he mm. goes into this brothel and he's like, "Give me a kid." Yeah. It's like, dude, we hated him before he was a pedophile. Mm. Mm. Now it's like, now I have to just watch this dude being a pedophile. And I thought there was, this was all going to go down in this episode. And I right. thought that it was going to tie into like Arya being a kid yeah. and like trying to sneak in and stuff. And it all happening right in the moment. So I didn't have to keep thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't. He just gets a child prostitute and it's disgusting. And it's drawn out and like, we yeah. already hated him. You don't need it. So this is a little over the top. Yeah. Like that shit with Ramsey that a lot of people thought was over the top. I get that they do. I didn't personally. Mm-hmm. This, I'm like, all right, you're being like, isn't the world gross for the sake of it? Yes. Yeah. Like you don't need it. 
Like the I'm Ramsey... happy for him to die without a beard yeah, of pedophile. Totally. Hey, now I want him to die more. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We've seen so many people get killed on this show. Yeah. You don't need to justify it to that extra level. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It was. I was like looking around, like, come on, like it was taking me out of the show rather than same Ramsey stuff. Draws me in further because it's so gross and like tense and well done. Yeah, in terms of a creative way, this was yeah the opposite. Anyway, it it is what it is. He goes through. <laughs> it's just mm. so silly. Yeah, and then um. It also, Arya's walking through there with a big plate of oysters. She's walking through a brothel with a wheelbarrow full of oysters. And it does get justified when they're like, this is for getting a boner. Yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, I get why she might not get that. People might not get that freaked out by her being in a brothel. Yeah. But then, like, the madam does see her twice yeah. and go, get out, get out. What shoot. are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. That's what's that? Yeah, the way he asks, he's like, "Give me a fresh one and all mm. of this shit." You, oh, you'll have a fresh one for me tomorrow. Yes, yeah, that's all that right. kind of shit. And it's like Ugh. you knew what he was saying after the first one, lady. Too, he's like too old. Yeah, and then you try two more who yeah. are clearly adults, about like, the same age as the. First if you're gonna one. offer it at some point, you're clearly at the point where you're have dropped your morals and or whoever yeah. is in charge of you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, bad stuff. Gross. Ari goes back and uh, tells Jack and Hagar that the the thin man wasn't hungry, and mm. he seems to buy it. He yeah. can detect lies normally. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, at the back over in Dawn, uh, Prince Doran is saying to Alaria, like, "Hey, you better apologize to me and kiss my hand, mm. kiss the ring." Mm. And she does it. She cries. Yep. The other sand snake, so they're looking at her. Yep. Who cares? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, he's saying, look, dumbass, mm. I know you want a war, but I've seen war. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Pull your head in, which is good advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes and visits Jamie. Yes. And so first thing she says is like, by the way, I know your fucking sister and that's your daughter mm. that we're talking about. So let's get that mm. on the table. Mm-hmm. Hey, I guess... And she's like, in Dawn, that sort of stuff. We don't really care. Yeah. hundred years ago, your guys wouldn't have cared if, if you were named Targaryen. Yep. 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 So I don't mind about that, but Oberyn's dead and that sucks. So I don't know. Is she making up with him? I don't know. Because she's making up with him in like this really aggressive tone. Yeah. You know, it sounds yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you felt bad about what I said. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, sorry that I offended you. Yeah. I really apologize that you took it the wrong way. Mm. Ugh. Anyway, she does a bit of that with him. And then that's that. So uh, Stannis goes to visit Shireen now. Great. Yeah. <laughs> she She's definitely safe with him. Mm. She's still reading The Dance of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Tells him about it. Says like... All this fighting and stuff, it, it got to happen because two people wanted to be king, mm-hmm. basically. He's like, and so, hmm, what do you think about that? <laughs> the thing that I'm currently doing. <laughs> and she's like, I reckon it's dumb as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have chosen anybody because who gives a fuck about that shit? Everyone got hurt. This shit's sad. Mm. And he's like, yeah. Well. <laughs> he, he's like, he does this whole thing of like, yeah, but, you know, sometimes when... You're the guy, and everyone's told you you're the guy, and you believe with your heart of hearts that you are the guy. 
then sometimes you got to do things to to get to where you're going. Mm. It, you know, if you've always thought that you were going there and you're close to being there, then I guess you just do a few things towards the end to get yourself over the line. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. And Hot, she, cold. And she, she's like, I'll do whatever you want. I just want you to be happy and I want things to be fine. And he's yeah. like, I am going to ask you to do something. Yeah, oh, uh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I might have a job for you. Mm. Uh, um, so he takes her outside. Or they have like they she hugs him and he's like, Please forgive me. Yes. So she gets taken outside, walked through this big crowd, up to a pyre mm-hmm. that's been set up mm-hmm. and she starts to realise what's going on. Melisandra steps out from like behind yeah. the crowd. Yeah. Grinning. Mm. God, she fucking sucks. Yeah. So Shireen gets strapped to this fucking pole. Yeah. Melisandre's like, don't worry, we're just going to burn you to death. It's going to help us, though. Yeah. It's so weird because Stannis has all of these fucking soldiers who he's just paying. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there are people standing around to watch this, and I'm assuming this is like the devoted people from back in the day. Yeah, sure, sure. Because we did, we saw the introduction was a guy getting burnt to death, right? Stannis' yeah. introduction, yeah. They were doing that on the beach. Yes. So they've seen this before. Not with his own daughter, mm. yeah. But if you were one of the people who he's paying however much a week to to come and fight for him, if you saw a man burn his own daughter alive, you're like, well, what the fuck's he going to do to me? Yeah, sure. I'm getting out of here. And yeah. also it's morally wrong and everything, but how does it impact <laughs> me? Yeah, I'll, I'll refund the money. I'm going home. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you get a discount, buddy, yep. Yep. for being a fucking psycho. So yeah. they start doing it. She's begging and pleading, and then her mother kind of instincts seem to kick in and she tries to save her for a second but then just doesn't and she gets burned to death yes it's it's fucking horrific like Stannis and uh, Solis are kind of watching initially and she's like Solis is like I think you know like this is uh, you know sacrifice that we have to make you know Mm. and Stannis is like "Mm mm-hmm Yes. He's just Correct. so locked in. Like, he's dead-eyed at this point. He totally. is... And, yeah, you're right. Like, about a minute, two minutes into, like, the, the, the unfolding of the scene, because obviously this is taking longer in real time. Yeah. Solis is like, no, fuck this. What are we doing? We're burning our daughter to death. Yeah. A, like, a daughter that I've resented for, for, for a lot of reasons over the years, but, you know, it's my daughter nonetheless. And yet she totally freaks out. She kind of snaps... Um, not necessarily from being insane to sane, but just from, you know, realising what's going on. Yeah. And yet, like, is is held back by the soldiers and then she kind of gives up. It's like... And the whole time, Shireen is yelling, where are you, Dad? Where are you, Mom? Yeah, please help me. I can see you fucking come and help me. Yeah. But he's like, no, she's got King's blood. This will work. Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out why this was happening, how much of this is because Stannis wants to be king for his own reasons and how much it's because he truly believes he's, like, the saviour person. Right, right. Because Melisandre sort of reinforced that, like, a week or two ago. Like, you are the only person that can save the entire world from zombies. If you really, really, really believed that deep down and it's like, this is definitely true. And you've been shown magical visions that reinforce it. How do you ignore that? This is the only way to save literally everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. I know my daughter would be okay with this if she was as convinced of that as I am. Sure. 
then I can see a way of this happening. I can I can see it happening in the way it's been presented. I like. I mean, if for like a person who's decent. Yeah, sure. But if this yeah. is because he wants to be king, fucking Simba style. Oh, I don't think that is the reason. Right. Like, I don't think that you shut down emotionally and become this like walking block of cement who <laughs> has to like justify what's happening logically out loud to themselves if you are a fanatical egotist. Yeah. I don't think that's what's happening. I don't think so either. Like, he's killing that aspect of this whole mission, I guess, mm. with, along with her. Yeah, yeah. It's, man, she's a good actor too because yes. those screams are fucked. Yeah, this is one of the most uh, diff- <sighs> difficult to watch things in the whole show. And you don't watch it as well. It cuts away and you just hear it. You're yeah. looking at people's faces and hearing a little girl burn to death. Yeah. And it's convincing and it's fucked. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So, anyway. Uh, so, well done to whoever plays Shireen. Mm. It's Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> oh. Wow, everybody used to have a yeah. song. Yeah, Simon Cowell's got his little... Thumbs in all these pies. Yeah, he's only his th- two pies at a time. That's it. <laughs> but he quickly moves his thumbs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last up for this, epi- this episode mm-hmm. is Obrenesos in uh, Marine. Mm-hmm. The Fighting Pits. I think it's the grand final, I guess. Yeah, I think it is. It's in the big uh, Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, they're all watching. The traditional thing is happening. It, it's all going down. His dad's sitting there next yep. to his wife-to-be. Mm-hmm. His da? His his da, his yeah. dad. Yes. That's what his his da means. Mm-hmm. His dad. And uh Tyrion's there. Yep. Sitting right up the front now. Mm. He's moved up very quickly. Yeah. Uh handsome boys there. Han Solo. Dario. His fucking name. <laughs> Dario and uh Miss Andy. Yes. All the main people are there. Mm-hmm. No Grey Worm. They're watching Grey Worm's still sick. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. still recovering. He's sick he's from that. He's sick from being stabbed. Yes. Oh, you stabbed me with the flu. <laughs> oh. So uh, it's about to start this like ringleader, ringmaster guy comes out. He's like, hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the big show. <laughs> yes. Say hi to your mum for me. Mm-hmm. And um, before the first fight starts, Daenerys has to clap her hands to mm. get it to go. Mm. So she has like one last moment of like, am I being a fucking crazy despot here yes the fact that she has to like do something yeah like makes her puts her on the hook for it yeah like it gets her invested like you are responsible this this. is your choice yes and she chooses all right everyone you've got to kill each other yeah so and like probably correctly like it gets reinforced a few times his does like this is an old tradition everyone here loves this shit and people are cheering people are loving it look at him go yeah these people (laughs) love it and like you know they did that in Rome and that civilization lasted forever yeah Yeah. (laughs) Rome Rome will be back yeah look it'll take a bit of time Mm -hmm. Rome wasn't uh, immediately constructed yeah in like a 24 hours or whatever dude are you kidding me (laughs) it's like I always say Rome one day Get fucked. <laughs> uh, three. Three to five. Business. Mm-hmm. Rome, so if you start building Rome on a Thursday, whoa. it might take you till the next it, Wednesday. Yeah, it'll, it'll spill over into a new business week. Dude, 
And you know they're going to charge you double rates if you try to get them to work on the weekend. Oh, uh, Sunday they'll work. They'll work. They'll take twice as long, and they'll charge you three times as much. I tell you what, they've always got like two or three Romans around, just like holding a sign. Yeah. What are they doing? And why do they all listen to that weird pop music? Yeah. Why are they all listening to Triple M? <laughs> those Romans. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they uh, they kick off. Uh, Dario's super into it. Yeah. There's a little guy and a big guy. Big guy's yeah. got. A sword that is too big to be swung as quickly as he's swinging it. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly made of plastic. It's a, and, and they bounce off of each other a couple of times and sort of wobble. Yes, yeah. But uh, whatever. That's clearly the worst special effects that'll be seen in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, even the, the ringmaster is like, it's strong versus fast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Dario's like, always been on fast. Mm. I used to be fast and I fucking kicked ass. Yeah. If you can't hit me, it doesn't matter how strong you are. Yeah. I love fast. Yep. Off gets chopped that guy's head. Fast mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Strong wins. Yeah. If this little interaction or like an equivalent had happened with Dario when he was introduced, I might be more interested in him. It was kind of funny and lighthearted and yeah. showed more of his personality than we've ever seen before. Knowing that he was in the fighting pits and shit like that yep. is is something at least yeah, about yeah. him. It's still flat, but... I don't know. It like yeah, yeah. So Hisda wins that because they're having like an awkward thing where Hisda's meant to marry her, mm. but she's clearly fucking Dario. Yeah, and Dario's like leaning in, and she's like <laughs> smiling Const- at him, constantly and- leaning in, like really getting in Hisda's yeah, personal yeah. space as well. They are making some flirty little faces at each <laughs> yeah. other, and Hisda's yeah. like, "Actually, Strong's gonna win." Oh, okay, but then Strong wins, yeah. so it almost seems like it's setting up a. Hey, maybe Hisda will come through. Anyway, mm. later on, he's stabbed to death. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It keeps going. They talk about whether the fighting pit's okay or not. Mm-hmm. And then out comes a familiar voice. They've all got to say, like, glory to the queen. Yep. I fight for you before every fight. Mm-hmm. And then out comes a... My name is Maximus <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I fucking I fucking love you so much. <laughs> and then there's, there's fucking Jorah standing with a boombox over his head. <laughs> yes. Ready to fight. Mm. And the clap moment comes again. She has to decide, okay, am I clapping to let Jorah fight again? Yes. Am I going to potentially sentence him to death? Like, this is a fight to the death. This clap takes her less time to decide (laughs) on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She starts applauding immediately. (laughs) She stands and applauds. So, yeah, Jorah's down there having a big fucking fight with, like, seven. Yes. There's, like, a whole bunch of them this time. Yeah, yeah. There's a big spear guy Mm -hmm. and some others. Yeah. I can't remember specifically what weapons the others have. Oh, well, one of them is... Oh, he has a little little uh, quicksword. Yeah, the guy, that's he, right. He keeps slashing Jorah because Jorah's too slow. I love it how in a fight scene with multiple people, they always all have a different weapon each. Yeah. That would never, like... <laughs> it'd be so rare that there's a nunchuck guy. Yeah. But every time there's more than four people in a fight in a movie, one of them knows the nunchucks, and he's like, I'll never use a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked the nunchucks because they're the best weapon. Yeah, it's my thing. I've only ever learned this. Yeah. Some fucking how. We're a bunch of ninja turtles. <laughs> it's spear guy. It's like you got a big long spear. It's like you got a sword and a big poker. Like, he's good with it too. He's he does good. like a real cool jump move. Mm. So uh, fight, fight, fight. Jorah nearly dies, but spear guy kills someone. Mm-hmm. Then it's Jorah versus spear guy. They're having a fight. Jorah wins. Yep. Everyone's mad because, like, that was a guy from Marine. Mm, that's right. And then after he's won, he's sort of looking up at Daenerys. He's and all holding them. the spear. He's taking the spear off spear guy. He's yanked it out of him. Yeah. And gone like, well, I'm the winner. And mm. Daenerys is about to be like, okay, well, 
you're still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking throws the spear right at him. And for a second, you do think like, oh, he's about to kill Daenerys. Yeah, yeah. The the ultimate expression of love. <laughs> well, it's not like a creepy guy to uh, turn violent against the woman of his To affections. suddenly show up and get violent. Like, mm. that's what Jorah's whole thing is leading to. Yeah. But he was throwing it at a... um. Assassin A masked guy Son of the harpy A son of the harpy Yeah And then there's like a thousand of them There's more of them than there are people in the arena It's fucking (laughs) crazy Yeah, it's wild They all jump up and they've hidden their masks fucking somewhere Now they're wearing them Yeah And they all stand up and everyone's like, oh, weird Yeah So they start kind of randomly killing The people The people who are there spectating riot, basically Yeah They're getting the fuck out of there There are some unsullied around to protect Daenerys, and it's just a big fight. Probably fewer than you'd think would be smart in a stadium. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree, a stadium with fighters in it and a million sons of the harpy that you weren't checking on the way in. Mm. Or, anyway, gonna do bag checks, basic yeah. security. Yeah, just to, anyway, they um, yeah they start kind of randomly killing people and, and coming for Daenerys. Mm. Jorah makes his way up there. Him and Daria have like a little. Are we good? Mm. And they're good. Yeah. It's a fight. We got a fight. Couple of fighters. Tyrion saves um, Miss Sandy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, his dog gets killed and everyone's like, could have saved him, but who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. And they end up like, fight, fight, fight. They jump down into the arena. End up in the arena. And they are, oh, they like try to get out some door. Yeah. And then one guy jumps out and they're like, the door's locked and I don't know where he came from, but let's not look for where he came out of. Mm. Let's just turn around. Back into the pit. So they're in the pit. They are surrounded as hell. Yes. They are in a bad way. There really is a million Sons of the Harpy. More of them start flooding in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There are so many people who did not agree with her. Mm. But whatever, they're, they're acting now. Yep. And... Uh, they're fucked. Yeah. They're in the middle. There's like the six of them or however many there are. And there's a million and like a couple of unsullied. Yeah. Yeah. And they're closing in. And Daenerys especially and Sandy just kind of start to accept like, oh, we're about to die. They hold hands. Yeah. They're like, all right, this is it. This is a shitty way to go. But this is, this is how it's going to happen, I guess. Mm. And then Daenerys like closes her eyes and like looks up to the sky or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then luckily from the sky, mm. what does she hear? But the sound of a friendly dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> Young Toothless mm. from that movie, How to Train a Dragon. Oh, I thought The Tooth Fairy. No. Maybe. Starring The Rock? Yes. Mm. Vin Diesel, maybe. Perhaps. Vin Diesel might have been Daddy Day- uh, the daycare one, like the babysitter or something. Yeah, the babysitter? Where he had like a gun vest or, you know, like a gun strap thing, but full of a bandolier. Bottles. A bandolier. Mm. A ban- uh, abandonment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the- so, yeah, the dragon comes down. Drogon. The big Drogon's boy. back. Big lad. He's mm. been off fucking backpacking around Europe. Yep. And he comes back. He's like, I'm actually an adult now. Yeah. And he is a little more like the- him and Daenerys have like a tense moment after he lands, but they're cool again with each yeah. other. Yeah. They're fine. So he starts Fucking everybody up. <laughs> he really does. He eats a few people. He's eating the shit out of them. He's also breathing fire all over like innocent bystanders. I nah, who gives a shit, man? Yeah. Get rid of all of them. Yeah. Burn them all. He's having a burn tantrum. them all. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a little tanty. 
Yeah. But he is. He's trying to protect Daenerys and he's doing a reasonable job of it. Like, there he's are doing some, great. There's some bystanders getting fucked up, but yeah. Just the spectacle of it has really thrown everyone's uh, focus as well. Yes. So it gave them a moment. Yep. And then... Uh, Drogon's having a real moment right now. I think this is really a real moment for Drogon. <laughs> like, I, I don't know it. No, whatever. I can't be bothered. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, he gets a couple of spears in him. Daenerys starts worrying. Yeah, I mean, he is getting fucked up as well. Like, there is a million guys there and they're throwing shit at him. And he's doing well, but, you know, he's a living being. Got a hole in his wing. Did he see that? Did he? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But so Daenerys kind of goes over, tries to help him, and ends up climbing on his back, and they get the fuck out of there. <laughs> they fly away. And it's like, oh, sick. Yeah. Thank you, says Tyrion. Like, I remember thinking that the first time I watched this. Like, she has abandoned the people closest to her. Like, literally. <laughs> her and Masandi were holding hands a couple of seconds ago, accepting their deaths. Masandi. A fucking, <laughs> a fucking jo- a, a, a boyfriend rides up on his <laughs> motorbike, yeah. and she's like, well, see ya. Yeah. 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 Tyrion is stunned by this dragon, too. There's a lot of shots of mm. Tyrion, just his face being like, what the <laughs> fuck is... Yeah. He's already seen the dragon once, but he he's like, holy shit. Close up. It's a real dragon. I am in the, the other part of this show right now. Yes. This is nuts. Uh, so she flies off. Daenerys and the dragon in two different parts of the filming process. Very clearly, she right. looks like she's on a green screen. Right. I didn't really pay attention. Uh, I was watching this on an yeah. iPad on a train. Mm. And you were looking out the window of the train. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the the emotional swell of the moment kind of got me because it, it gets you at the end. I think the music kicks in. Yeah. She flies off, and it's it's like, oh whoa, yeah. she's the dragon lady now. Yes, I agree with that. But I I every moment before that, I was, I'm just like, oh, that's she is on like a mechanical bull in a studio, right? <laughs> that is what she rides. I've seen those like behind the scenes things, and it is like one of those. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, ah, fair enough, but whatever. There's only so much money That's true. to go around. That's true. And I thought it was well done. It was well done. The emotional impact was, was there. Yeah. And it is, the last shot is Tyrion looking up, like, agape. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? He, in, in this recap I'm reading, it says Tyrion is awestruck by the sight. I think, I mean, he is, but I read it more as like... How could she have left us all here? That's that's what oh, I... Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I took it more as like, holy shit, she's a real deal. Okay. That's a fucking right. Targaryen riding a dragon. Yeah. That is crazy. Okay. Like, if you saw Genghis Khan riding in with his huns on the fucking horses... With his honeys. That's, if you saw Genghis Khan and his honeys riding in, you'd be like, oh, shit, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you saw, like, Genghis Khan isn't a good example because he was awful. He's just he's a bad guy who was real. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you see some mythical shit yeah. that actually happened. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what I took it at. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. That's it. That's it. She flies away. They all get killed in the middle of the arena. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Every, everybody's dead. The uh, episode nine generally... Is the huge sort of blowout, big, big battle, big war scene episode of Game of Thrones seasons? Right. Um, sort of split between eight and nine, I guess. This time, that's true. That's true. We had hard home. We had a few people also like sort of commenting and, and tweeting us. They also remembered hard home as being like 
that big episode, like mm. a full episode battle, yeah, yeah, end of the season kind of thing. So yeah, we weren't. It was like twelve minutes then. or something. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's the impact of it kind of coming out of nowhere. You're mm. like, holy shit, how is this going on? Totally, totally. It's well, that's the thing. It's almost more like, oh, they've done another huge episode afterwards. Yeah. Um, we get a little treat, <laughs> but yeah, a, a good episode. I, I thought it. so as well. Like yeah. some pretty, you know, hard to watch shit in there, but for the most part, like the Shireen stuff is done well yes. and it's horrific, but it's like, a, a, it's well done. Mm. The fucking stuff, man. I couldn't give a shit about Ari's whole storyline yes. over there though, honestly. Completely. But, Completely. um, like a, an awful thing happens in that Arya storyline, this episode, yeah. And it doesn't have, I don't think, the same impact as the Shireen thing. Yeah. And, like, you know, they, you could say they're equally as bad morally or, you know, the, the impact is as bad. But the Shireen thing is, I think, so well executed. Yeah. She really is burnt to death. They executed her well. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, good app. Did you say that we wanted to do a couple of emails? Yeah, I think it, it might be spoilery. Are they spoilery? Yeah. Okay, then. Well... Then that's us for the non-spoiler section. So if you've not seen the show before and you're watching along and you don't want spoilers, mm. then tune out now and we'll see you next week. Otherwise, welcome to the sealed section. <laughs> I sang that on a TV show once. Oh, and really? It really kicked off my Yeah, cool. For Simon Cowell stole all your money. Yeah, yeah. He came and uh, him and his big old nipples <laughs> went for me. Uh, spoiler stuff. What do we got? Just ourselves. Um, the little deer that uh, Davos gives to Shireen, Mm. because he's not there when she burns, and then he comes back. Yes. And he finds that deer. In the the snow. Yeah. Mm. Um... But that's after the battle, right? Yeah, it's just before the battle. I think it's like the morning before the battle. Oh, right. He's like preparing himself. Right. Um... I had nothing I mean, else the, off the, the top of my head. The Dawn stuff, like, yeah, Alaria poisons Marcella and she dies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah, um, and Doran, like Doran, is preaching um, like civility and stability, and let's not fuck this up by acting like a moron. And Alaria fucks it up by acting like a moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, like, yeah, like Tristane as well, like. Level-headed guy. Doran, level-headed guy. They both get killed. (laughs) When was the bad pussy line? Is that next episode? Maybe. It must be. Yeah. Because I remember everyone making fun of that. Yeah. You you need a girl with the bad pussy. Yeah, maybe it's next episode. It's got to be before they leave, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (sighs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. Nothing, nothing too specific. Like John's about to get stabbed, and they're setting that up well. Like it's not surprising. Oh, that yeah. they want him dead. Yes. Uh, yeah, watching it the second time, you're like, oh, he's definitely getting killed here. Yeah, he's definitely getting killed. He should have seen it coming. Yes. Um, that's that's it though. Really, there's nothing like the Daenerys stuff. Is like, it's. I think it's an interesting storyline in that I don't really know how I feel about it. Right. Because I've always suspected that she's going to go crazy with power. Yeah. But this big event is like, oh, no, she is, like, legit. She is this historic, mythical, you know, dragon-riding leader from, like, high fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Do I just buy into that? What's going to... Happened. I thought this show was like the opposite of that. Yeah, but then she also was like, clap, clap, maybe Jorah dies. Yes. So she's sure. a kind of a bit of both. Yeah, and I guess we don't know where that storyline ends up. 
No, for the next little bit, it maybe takes too long. Like her getting lost out in the wilderness and all that shit that takes oh, yeah. a while. She like yeah. meets up with the Dothraki again. Yeah. Is, it, that takes a bit long, all yes. of that shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, let's do a couple of emails. Let's do, uh, well, let's just do the one. It's sort of a long-ish one. Cool. Uh, from Co. From Cody. Hello, Cody. Hello, Cody. Uh, he says, hi, boys. Hello, Cody. All right. <laughs> I already said it, Cody. Big fan. Love the show. Yada, yada. I finally got around to watching Game of Thrones after the last season ended. I've loved listening to your podcast as a recap leading up to the new season, especially since the show is relatively fresh in my mind. Thank you, uh, Cody, for saying that. <laughs> His name, not fresh in your mind. <laughs> I have to say, I tend to disagree with you guys on a few points. For instance, I've always hated Sansa. I can't stand her arcs, but I know that she becomes one of your favourite characters. That me, that's specifically, like yeah. I, she's one of mine. She's a middle of the pack for me. Mm-hmm. I also never really minded Sam uh, until listening. Now I can't stand him. I didn't mind him the first time I watched. I didn't like him. I've never liked him. Watching it again, just I think him in short bursts, I'm like, okay, he's mm. you know, he's a little boy, he's lost. <laughs> yes. But now I'm like, oh, Sam, pull up. Your socks, mate. Yeah. You are making this worse for yourself. I. That's it. I think he is so... His nature is so um, contradictory to what people need to be like to survive in Game of Thrones mm. that he is frustrating. And it's me. not like he was coddled. Like, maybe his mum did, but his dad was, like, harsh with him. So mm. I don't really understand how he's like this. That's it. Like, his dad has always been like, why don't you grow up and yeah. be proper? And Sam has always apparently been like, no, I'm a little wimp. Yeah. He just, yeah, just in the context of this and real life as well, <laughs> just like I've got all the time in the world for you if you try a little bit, mm. but if you don't try at all, and now he is trying, and I'm like, yes. okay, good on you, Sam. I've, I've, I think I've come around on him more this time watching than I did yeah. the first time. Yeah, but I've, I disliked him more initially this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when it comes to the House of Black and White, however, we're back to Cody here. Yeah. I agree with you guys all the way. I found myself constantly looking forward to Arya's sections, only to be bored to death. As far as the Hitman school, like you called it, I think it was a big letdown. Yeah. Which I think is fair. It it was set up so um, sort of mysteriously. And for ages. For ages, and it, it leads to really nothing. It really fizzles out, yeah. Yeah. The result is... Oh, the result is great. So I, I guess he's saying, you know, the Walder Frey stuff. It's like season seven Arya... Is good, but the waif and Jacken are very dull. So my question is, how could it have been done better? We see some fights and Arya training a bit at the end, and it's still kind of lame. So I think her just doing a lot of fighting would have been boring too. If you had to remake only that section of the show, what would you do differently? Arya being a bit more competent and driven would help because mm. she puts all this effort into getting over there and shit. And then when she's there, she's like, let me do it. And it's like, motherfucker, yeah. you need to train first. Yes. And then when you do train and you do go to do it, you fucking wander off, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. Like, same thing with Sam. Yes. If you aren't trying, then this is more interesting. I think that they should have just followed the exact template of Kung Fu student, Kung Fu master. Like, sure. have the the... Have the initial arrogance and have it cut down in a major, major way. Yeah. Like, really set, like set Arya back, take everything away. I mean, she's almost had that already by the time she gets there, though. That's true. Is the thing. Like, she's That's already true. gone through that with the Hound. To some extent. <sighs> yeah. So, I think that's part of why it doesn't work so much, because she is... Somehow, it seems to have forgotten lessons she's learned. You're right. You're right. Okay, in... 
she needs to come in with the attitude of, I have sacrificed everything. Yeah. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. And, and maybe this is over the top. I've just had an idea. Mm. <laughs> I was going to... Anyway, like genuinely, if they had it so like House of Black and White can be a bit fucked, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe make something crook about that place. Right. And maybe it would be too much, but if she just rises up through it and takes that place down and then goes home. Oh, yeah. Like if it just becomes its own separate story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. she ends up, you know, fucking killing Jack and Hagar it, at some point. It, or sure, whatever. it turns out that they've been like killing innocent people to take their faces all the Love for along, the blood god. Or, yeah. Fucking let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That probably would have worked better. It'd be something at least. Because the thing with her and the waif is just like this dull, like, it, it, it's like someone you dislike at an office. Yeah. It just really doesn't have any tension to it. It's like, oh, fucking Jackie. Oh, my God. I can't, like, I can't stand her. The waif is like initially a good fighter, but there's nothing else to her. Like, mm. the rivalry is like, it's not even like, and this has been done before as well, In and it's probably a, not that interesting storyline of like hot-headed, competent, guy from the year before, girl from the year before, who's established, yeah. and new blood coming in, chosen one trying to prove themselves. Totally. That storyline even... Natural star versus diligent worker. Yeah, yeah. Is what it seems like they're trying to do a bit, but then at some point it fizzles out into like nothing, no name, fucking no personality person, mm. for some reason hates Arya. That's right. Like There's not even a reason for her to hate her. Yeah. And Jacken doesn't have that attitude. No. Like, he has the attitude of, like, benevolent, patient and make master. And it, make it that her, she's the corrupt element of the thing, mm. and she's been going out killing people or whatever or setting up these hits that didn't Just exist. Just steal the plot of one of the Harry Potter movies. Have something. <laughs> steal any other plot. Yeah. Have any plot. Just yeah. put anything in there that isn't just fucking... It seems like treading water for, like, two years. Well, that's it. It's, it's the same lessons being taught to her over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Slowly... Over 20 episodes. I think that's why the shit with Marin Trant sticks out from this one, because it's like, well, A, who is this? Mm. He's here as a plot device. Like, yeah. he's never really been that big of a deal at any point. Mm. And then, like, uh, just what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Anyway. I don't... I think that the way to fix this plot would have been to do it in, like, five episodes, and like I said, just take the plot arc of mm. an existing established version of this story or have it sort of be a bit like marine where it can keep itself going because they are in this already established different area mm. where it's like well there are the, these own internal politics that don't really have anything to do with the rest of the show yeah yeah but it's a storyline yes going on. but this one just has nothing to you, it you can't have like established internal politics when there's two characters and one of them basically says nothing and the other one is not a character aria is just not actually like learning anything or like, try, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like the, Cody says, like, the result is worth it. Like, she becomes this master assassin. Yeah, we don't really see why no. or how that she just sort of one day is real good at it. Yeah, and I think it's dumb, poor. And I'm willing to accept now that, like, okay, they taught her, yeah, but off screen, yeah, exactly, <laughs> largely off screen. It would be cool to see that shit happen. Yeah, if we got a few months, like, training montages. That's what we need. If every episode just cut to Ari for a while in a different <laughs> 80s high-paced song yeah. and yeah. her just, like, fucking stabbing a wall, great. Yeah. I think that's. I think we've solved it. <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, uh, that might do it for this week. Yeah. I reckon. We'll Good be shit. back next week with just episode 10 of season five. Yeah. So watch that. Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> I'll watch it too. Yep. Good. Until then, 
Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> like we always say. <laughs>